Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Oh boy! Welcome back, folks, to the LaughSpin podcast. We are doing this live from the Alamo. My name is Mike, and I'm here with Dylan Godino, hey. my longtime friend. What's up, buddy? Oh, not too much. What's up with you? You're married now. I am. See this? Bling, bling. That's nice. Yeah. Let's, we should exchange. Uh, this is how. Look Seems how. Different. Mine looks like a ring you'd see on a, like a hobbit on Lord of the Rings or something. Wow. Do we have? I have very. Oh, wow. You have... I, I have lady hands. You have... <laughs> I do. But I'll tell you what. Yeah. You know, when I was single, ladies liked my hands because they were, yeah. they, well, they were soft and I'm double jointed. You and see how my fingers? Yes. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It was right. It's kind of gross, dude. If you had a, a vagina, you wouldn't be saying ew. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. Very nice though, man. Lady fingers. Soft, yeah. Soft and kissable. I have lady fingers. I really do. <laughs> um... I'm trying to figure out. Uh, hello, everybody on the on the Laughsplin. Laughs. Laughsplin. I can't. I can't pronounce the name of the site I've I've I created and run. Yeah, we're good. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I don't know if you guys have been listening the last two weeks. Our our our. our, our I was going to say viewership, but you're not viewing anything. But you are now. Our listenership has grown exponentially. Yeah, dude. It's been it's been really good. And I don't, I don't know why I came back actually. Because I'm sick of talking to myself <laughs> in my sister in law's basement. It's so, all yeah. you. Yeah, if if people have been listening the last two weeks, I have been doing the podcast by myself uh, in a basement in uh, suburban New Jersey because I did not get power back until uh, two, three, two and a half days ago from we, Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, we had a little, we had a little uh, power. We never lost power here, actually. Oh well, good for you. Yeah, dude, it really helps to have. Sorry, um, rich people live in this town. Rich white people. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what. Yeah, but a lot of poor black people live in this town too. It's true. Yeah, you, which you saw firsthand when you went to go get your Dunkin' Donuts coffee, which yeah, is next w- to the Popeyes. Yes, and that's how you know. <laughs> I went to, um, yeah, it was the slowest Dunkin' Donuts service I've, I've ever had, Dunkin but that's okay. Donuts. Right, um, cool. But listen, uh, thanks for uh, for tuning in. We're we're glad to have you here. If you're if you're listening, uh, please shout it out on Twitter. Tell your friends to listen. Yeah, dude. Uh, I know Alex Sanchez is listening. He's yeah. been he's been making a few comments. Uh, so thank you, Alex. I know uh chris rockwood chris rockwood yeah right. at woody 71 on twitter is listening uh amber preston a very talented uh comedian uh is listening or was listening or made a, a response which is good enough for me um so we'll shout your guys we'll, sh- we'll shout you guys out thank you everybody for listening and thank you also to all things comedy obviously yes. our uh our wonderful uh, parent company. Yes. <laughs> parent podcast company, so, however you want to call so it. So to speak. So to speak. Uh, our, our, our lovely uh, network that we are still still kind of brandy new to, which is great. I, I'm, it's just awesome. And uh, as always, we give you a little bit of some of the plugs that are going on in the world of all things comedy. Harlan Williams, uh, he got to be the voice of Monster Crumultz. On the animated series Robot and Monster on Nickelodeon, uh, that show began airing in August. So that's uh, that's pretty cool for Harlan. He yeah. gets a little cartoon voice. I always wanted to be a cartoon voice. 
Oh, that'd be great. You Although a, you have a pretty good voice, I'm sure. Yeah. You, I'm sure you can do it. If I could do some kind of like you know, like crazy character. Do you want know? me to get in touch with my uh, with my voice agent? You have a voice agent? No. Oh. Okay. Then no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Rhodes has a one-hour stand-up special called Late Sweet Crude, and it just became available on Netflix last week. Oh, I got download. I got to put that on my queue. Nice. And also, Ajabroni's crowdfunding campaign for his movie, Jimmy Westwood, American Hero, a comedy described, a, a comedy described campaign, uh, is, uh, is, I'm sorry, I'm, I missed, I a crowd, so, uh, God, I skipped you are, I can't read. You are, uh, you are so dumb. <laughs> I'm listexic. <laughs> a comedy described as the Pink Panther meets Coming to America, and there's a link to the campaign. It's, uh, well, we'll just put it on the, we'll put it on the notes, sir. Or Twitter. Or yeah, something. they need to come up with a better uh, of a user friendly. What I've been doing the last two whatsoever. weeks is just telling people to go to indie. What is it? Indiegogo.com? Indiegogo.com. And just search Maz Jabroni's name. Which, Maz Jabroni. Which M-A-Z. isn't helpful at all yeah. because it's how do you spell Maz Jabroni? Just search M A Z <laughs> and you'll find him. <laughs> you know what? Just fucking forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, but of course, though, if you haven't been listening to All Things Comedy, <laughs> you should be now. Uh, yeah. Not only all of those fine fine comedians, but uh, of course everybody else that's on there: Bill Burr and 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 and, and just everyone. Eddie Pepitone Eddie, has the Long Shot podcast, dude. Eddie Pepitone's podcast. I think it was his not his last was it his last episode. I don't know. I, I I missed the last few weeks. Fucking hilarious. What was he talking about, dude? It. Just listen. Just okay. listen. Well, I, well, I mean, can't you tease it for no, the list, I'm our not listeners? Gonna, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Because I'm, I'm not going to do it. The same thing is, it's like one of those things where, oh, it was so funny, and then this happened, and they used to talk about this, and yeah, and then I can't do it justice. So I'm not going to do it. It was the most recent one? Yes. The most recent one. Okay. Fucking hilarious. Okay. Please listen to it. I'm very excited to be back, dude. I'm very I, excited to be I'm back. I'm excited for you to be back. How uh, how does it feel to be to be married? Great. We had a great time, man. The, the, the party was jumping. We 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 drank a brewery dry. That's great. That is something to fucking hang my hat on. So it was, it was at a brewery. It was at a brewery. I got married at a winery. Look at that. Yeah, we're like peanut we're butter like, and jelly right we're here. We're like peas in a pod. Peas and carrots. <laughs> um, yeah, got married at a brewery and drank it dry. First time that's ever happened at that brewery. Oh, they, you're not being hyperbolic. No, we actually emptied it. The bartender said we ran out of beer. At a brewery. That's ran funny. Out of beer. Yeah. That's funny. He had to make his manager go on a liquor run. We drank yeah. 10 bottles. Our party drank 10 bottles of vodka alone. Wow. Yeah. You're not going to believe this, and I'm not just saying this, but uh, during our wedding, which was in 2005, mm. uh, we, also, we also ran out of we, we, ran, we ran out of beer. You ran but, out of beer at a but, winery. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, and, and, and I'll say this, I think it had less to do with the amount we were drinking and yeah. more to do with how horribly uh, ill-prepared they were. Ill-prepared they were. Oh, really? They ran out of beer um, before dinner was served. Oof. That's terrible. I, I went and I like ordered, I don't know, I asked for like a fucking Bud Light or something. Yeah. And uh, they said, we're out of beer. I'm like, how are you out of beer? <laughs> how are the fuck are you out of beer? We haven't even eaten dinner yet. If you were going to say they were out of wine, that no. would have been hilarious. No. A bunch of Mexicans in the back stomping grapes for yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting ready. And the response was not to, I am so sorry, we will. They were like, meh. We, yeah, they were, meh. 
Fuck you. And guys. I told them, I'm like, you, I don't, I don't care where you get it, but you have Go to get, get beer. it. Yeah. I think eventually, when we had, we had to pay for everything at the end, like months later, we never. Part of the deal was that we would pay. They would go out and get all the beer, but we yeah. would we would pay for it. Sure. And I don't think we ever you did pay for it. Yeah. Good. So good for you. Yeah. Good for you. All right. You want to talk some? Want to talk some comedy? Yeah. I guess. Right. I guess we should. Cool. All right. Let's get into some comedy news then. Comedy news. Mark Marin is wrapping up filming his new IFC show, which is called simply Marin. Yeah. Uh, is this the one? This is the one that he did. It's kind of like semi-autobiographical about his about his podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he wrapped it. It's it's yeah. It's basically Marin uh, playing a, uh, a. As far as I can tell, I talked to him the other day. Actually, as far as I can tell, a, a very very slightly fictionalized version uh, of himself. You know, he's it's, he's he's a podcaster. Uh, he's got a much younger girlfriend. Um, he's got parents. Uh, that you know, <laughs> he's got parents. He's got parents. He uh, has eyeballs and two legs and pajama pants and a, and a mouth. Uh, I think he wears shoes sometimes. Um, uh, sometimes, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, shooting is wrapped. Ten. They shot ten episodes, uh, but we're not going to see the first episode until June of 2013. Uh, so there is uh, a bit of a wait, but uh, we do have some exclusive, exclusive details. Exclusive. Uh, because up to now, yeah, that's very good. Stealing that from Funny or Die. Yes. Uh, up till now, I mean, nobody really knew even who was who was in the uh, show. Okay. Um, and that's part part of the reason for that is because Marin is really the only full time cast member. Yeah. Uh, so. I can tell you that uh, the girlfriend is played by 31-year-old Nora, and I'm going to fuck her name up, Nora Zetner. 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 It's probably Zetner. Uh, She's had recurring roles on uh, Grey's Anatomy and Heroes. Um, She's So she plays the girlfriend, but she's only in three episodes. Uh, Judd Hirsch plays Mark Maron's father, uh, and he's in two episodes. And and then Sally Kellerman, who's Hot Lips from Mesh. <laughs> Hot Lips plays Mar- Mark Marin's uh, mother. That's awesome. In three episodes, uh, in, uh, in one episode, only one episode. That's funny. Uh, and you yeah. could not get more of a Jewish father than Judd Hirsch. I think <laughs> if he reprises his Jewish role from Independence Day, we're all in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's great. Wow. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's about it. There's, cool, I, I, I don't have anything else for you. If, if go on lastman.com and you could read, I mean, there's definitely some more, um, oh, I, I should mention that Mark sent out like this very like sentimental heartfelt letter to his, uh, email subscriber. So we, uh, we printed some of that, uh, on lastman.com. So you should check that out and the show comes out in june on ifc apparently um indeed the air date stands at june 2013 so cool man that's great good for marin and uh and looking forward to it that's that's a good cast thus far at least the people that are having some oh, a couple and, of recurring roles and there's like a million uh there's so many uh guest spots and cameos from comedians oh really uh that you know they're not releasing yet I I happen to know you know a couple. I know a lot of them. Yeah, you can tell me. You can tell me some off air. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna mute the mics and you tell no. me. You tell me one. No, no, no. Come on. No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. All right. Bill Cosby's one of them. Really? J.K. 
JK. Totes JK, you guys. Bill Cosby's sweater is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not Bill Cosby. Steve Cosby. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a plumber. All right. Uh, moving on. Comedy Central is renewing Brickleberry for a second season. The uh, Daniel Tosh cartoon, which I actually got a chance to watch finally. I, I've never seen an episode until the other day, and uh, it was it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's 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 not quite. You know what's good? It's it's not that like drawn together shit that they tried to put oh, out. Oh God, no! Which no, was no, fucking no. terrible because that's that's what you expect anytime now. South Park or South Park um, Comedy Central puts out a cartoon other than South Park. You expect that kind of, you know, shit to it. Um, but no, this is this is kind of it's not in bet- it's it's not quite Simpsons, it's not quite Family Guy, it's somewhere in between I'd say it's somewhere in between Family Guy and South Park. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So uh yeah, very cool for uh for Brickleberry and for Daniel Tosh. Uh what else on this? That's it. That's it? Okay, good. Good for them. Good we're, for them. We're good for them. Good for them. Good for you. Good for you. We're do- we are doing. By the time people hear, well, actually, that's we're doing it fucking live. I can't believe yeah. this. While I was making the the outline, I'm like, oh, I should mention that we're doing a giveaway. Uh, but that would be stupid because by the time people hear it, it'll be over. But, but you're. It's, but it's totally live. It's totally live. So what are we doing? So what are guys, we giving away? Go to laughspin.com. Uh, and you will see that we are doing a Brickleberry giveaway. So it's a prize pack. Uh, you could read the details there like, as to what you have to do. It's basically just sending us an email at contest at laughspin.com. You could win uh, a whole Brickleberry prize pack uh, that includes uh, a Brickleberry t-shirt, a canteen, Brickleberry toilet paper, which, um, huh? yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a roll of toilet paper with a Brickleberry sticker on it. Cool. It's great. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> uh, a hat, a uh, like a ranger's hat. Okay. Uh, a ranger hat. Not Mr. A... Ranger, sir. Yes. Uh, and there's some other shit in there, too. But go to lastman.com. Check it out. Um, and do us a favor. If you do if you do join the, um, or if you do try to win shit on the contest, mm. when you email us at contest at lastman.com, tell, tell me uh, that you heard about the contest on the podcast, just so we can yes. get a gauge for who's listening to this. We need some ROI, people. Yes, yes. Some mental ROI. That's, that's right. <laughs> that is that is correct yeah yeah uh all right jim norton's got a new album out december 11th mm-hmm. and we have uh two exclusive premieres i only saw the one what are you talking well, about no, no no on laughsman.com there's two tracks we're oh. we're gonna play just one uh which one are we playing right now we're playing the one where uh, my titties oh yeah yeah my titties that's true i didn't uh not my titties jim jim, jim norton's titties so yeah jim norton's jim new album out coming uh out december 11th um it is called no baby for you it was actually uh if you if you follow jim really closely you'll notice that the last um album what he what he's doing is um He's recording. He recorded two albums uh, in 2007 in Boston. Despicable uh, came out last year, and during the same time, he recorded this album, uh, which is called No Baby for You. So this, the recording is actually from 2007 in Boston. Really? Yeah. So, but wait, it's two different. It's two different. Ma- yeah, whole it's two different. Material? He he did um, like one show was one and yeah. was another. Yeah. Wow. So he did two headlining sets. Uh, from what that's what I that that is my understanding. 
uh, based on uh, what the record company told me. That's pretty cool that he was able to have that much material where you put out two albums in one tour. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's hear a little, shall we? Hold okay. On. I find that my um, my insecurities in bed kind of uh, kind of hurt things a little bit too. Like you try not to let that stuff bleed into a relationship, but it happens. Like, uh, first of all, my mind works really weird. Like, I notice non-sexual things in a sexual moment. Um, we're in bed nude uh, recently, and she has a great body. I mean, the last 10 years of Pilates and manic depression, that equals good abs. <laughs> and I'm insecure, very insecure about my body from the waist up, because um, I'm a little mushy. Like, if there was a sound associated with my upper torso, it would be... <laughs> I'm trying to go to the gym, trying to hit the bag and work out and do some cardio. And I am losing weight, but I'm not where I want to be. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that like you all assumed this was the finished product. <laughs> what, more work to be done, Jim? <laughs> but I don't have a good support group of friends. Like women, you're also lovely and supportive with each other. And even a lot of guys had that, like, hey, you look good, losing some weight. My friends are all comedians who are just toxic bags of shit. <laughs> all of them. One of my best friends in the world, uh, comedian uh, Patrice O'Neill. A lot of you guys know Patrice O'Neill. Uh, he's a great comic. As a person, he's fucking garbage. <laughs> I walked into the comedy cellar one night uh, in New York, and I walk over to him, and he takes his big, long fingers, and he starts squeezing and kneading my bosom. And I'm like, come on, man. And he goes, wow, your titties are really shrinking. I was so happy somebody finally noticed that I turned and offered him the other one. And he squeezed it until I came on his knee. These aren't even titties anymore. They really are slow-fade bosoms. They're kind of budding and curious, the type you read about in a Judy Bloom novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why I always get such joy out of Jimmy talking about his tits. Oh, my God, because it's... <laughs> It's amazing. It's so, it's just so liberating. He has and... so many euphemisms for them. <laughs> it's, it's he should write down all of his euphemisms for all of for his titties. For they're his just, tits, they're great. Meat, yeah, uh, yeah. Part of the reason I wanted to play that track is because he mentions Patrice. Uh, so I just think it's, I just think it's cool. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, and that's the other reason I noted that it was recorded in 2007. Uh, because that would be really weird if he if he still thought Patrice O'Neill was living. Right, right. Um, I, I want to make a, I want to make a, a a little bit of a te- here here is a tease for you right here. Okay, buddy. Okay. Um, something I forgot to do is I forgot to hit record on the not on the not on the not on the audio but on the video for the UStream. Oh, okay. So when people watch this on online, like if you go back and like see this again, you're gonna see it right from now. So it's a little bit of a tease for them because then they can actually go and download the whole episode and see what they just oh, missed. I like that. I like see that. about that. Okay. I like that. I see like how that. I turned lemons into lemonade right there. You really did. Yeah, you really did. That's All good. Right. So. Uh, Jimmy's album out on December, December 11th, December 11th, No Baby For You. All right. Louis C.K. is going to film a new special for HBO. And yes. you have uh, you have an editorial about this? 
Yeah, you know, I was just gonna, I was just gonna report the news, you know, and then I got inspired. Uh-oh, so here we go. So here I, we go. Let's get into it. So I wrote a little, uh, I wrote a little something. Uh, obviously, it's on, it is on Laughspin, but uh, Huffington Post uh, also ran it. Really? Yeah, they you got on HuffPo. They run my stuff every now and again. Well, look at you. I'm Mr. one of their journalists. I'm, I'm one of their featured bloggers. You know. Holy shit! I'm sitting next to a celebutant. You really, <laughs> you really, you really are. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, basically, I mean, go ahead and, and go to HuffPo, uh, HuffingtonPost.com slash comedy. You could read it there, or you can go to LastMan.com and read it there. Um, but the point is, is I, I just, it's really interesting because, you know, Louis, um, obviously is, was kind of at the forefront of this direct to fan, uh, direct to fan, uh, system of, of, of putting stuff out. But, sure. you know, shortly after, you know, he made a ton of money on live at the beacon, he, he started to kind of build up this hybrid version of the, you know, the do it yourself model right? and more comedians are doing it. So it's basically, uh, I mean, to, to steal a cliche, you could have your cake and eat it too. Basically. So Lewis is, is putting out, He's filming it for HBO, and it'll premiere on HBO, and then a few months after that, it'll become available on com the same way all his other stuff was. It's going to be $5. Uh, you're going to be able to burn it and put it on anything you want. Look at that. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. You get the big, you know, splashy, you know, network uh, machine behind you with the with the big premiere and all and all that good stuff, and you also still get to uh you know do it your own way i mean granted everybody's not louis ck and everybody doesn't have uh the say louis ck has but uh i I think it's interesting because i think more and more people are 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 gonna go that way jim gaffigan did it aziz ansari did it right both of those guys they released their specials uh exclusively you know on their websites and made no mention of of anything else and then uh gaffigan's came out on netflix and Comedy Central put out both the CD and the DVD version of it. Mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari, um, almost the same thing. You know, he he released it on his website. And um, whatchamacallit, uh, Comedy Central put out the CD version of it. I don't think they have a DVD version of it. So the only way you can get the video version of Aziz Ansari's uh, Dangerously Delicious is still through his website, I believe. Rob, okay. Delaney, Rob Delaney, same thing. Released it on the site. Oh, Delaney did it too. D- Delaney, yeah, Delaney. I remember, I remember. Did we talk about that? I forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we did. Okay. Um, so he released uh, the video on his site. Same thing, you know, five dollar download, and now Comedy Central just put out the uh, the album version. So sweet. Everyone's kind of uh, not everyone, but it's 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 starting to t- it's starting to catch on. It's starting to catch on, and not only that, but the main point of this whole of the reason I wrote this is it, it's starting to catch on, and it's and it's not you know the, during the first few months of, of Lucy K doing this, you know there was you know chatter in the comedy community, you know it's you know it was basically like an us versus them type of situation where yeah, yeah. you know you know we don't need Comedy Central, we don't need. Uh, you know, Showtime or HBO. And, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like, well, it's not that we need them, but it benefits, it benefits us, meaning the artists to, to have them, you know, further, you know, promote it or release it in a different type of way. Right. But the difference is, is now it's them coming. Now it's, 
it's them begging it's the networks begging the comedians rather than the other way around i i i assume yeah i assume that that's that's exactly it yeah so like when rob delaney you know put out you know his video i'm sure you know comedy central and netflix were all like hey we would love to you know Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different like it's a little it's, it's a little bit different it's a little bit of a different approach as far as a lot of these comedians have to you know beg borrow and steal to even get a meeting with some of these people sometimes right and now it's like fuck it i'm just doing it myself and if the if it's good enough or it gets enough buzz people come to them instead of them trying to you know pull every string in the book to just get in front of these people so that's good i I think that's a that's a great way to be and uh, again i you know i don't know i haven't really been keeping up on it as much but have you have you seen any kind of uh this this concept taking hold in the music community at all because i would love to see that happen next i i i I, I have know. not followed the no, music world in forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't heard of anything, honestly, because I haven't. I don't really follow a lot with that anymore, too. But, but um, I and but the other thing too is that I would think it would be. It's probably easier to do in the comedy world, only because as the talent, you're only one person, right? Whereas with a music group or a band or whatever, you're multiple people. You know, with a, with a comedian, he's got his manager and he's got his agent and his manager, if that. You know, yeah. so, so he's he's really just got to can he or she just really has to convince two people this is what I'm doing and take it or leave it. Right. Um, and they may say it's a bad idea, but he could just say fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. Um, with a band, it's all right. Let's take a van vote. What do we think? You know, <laughs> that's totally how they all talk. You know, <laughs> I, you've been in bands. I've been in bands. That's how they talk. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking degenerates. Yep. So fuck them. But uh, you know, it's but it's not only that. Then it's then it's each me- each band member's family. Is this a good idea? Each band member may maybe have might have a manager. Uh, they're a separate manager. They're separate. Whatever. So I think right. it might probably be easier. It's probably easier to translate with comedians than it is with musicians. But it would be good to see this kind of thing, you know, spawn over yeah. and at least somebody kind of take the take the trailblazer method. You know, I, you would think that like Pearl Jam any better would yeah. be like the top one because he's always complaining. About I, shit. I, I think they probably have. And actually, <laughs> and Chris on Twitter is saying Radiohead, Nine Inch Nails and others. Oh, have, really? Have done it. I remember well, when oh, yeah, I remember, I remember when Radiohead did it. Did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. But I mean, to continue to do it, don't just do it one. Just don't do it once and, and done. Just be like, no, this is I'm going to do this every time. You know, and it's not just the albums. I'm talking about ticket sales for all of their shows. That's the big one. Ticket sales for the shows is the big one. I, I think albums, you know, releasing music, releasing studio music is one thing. Yeah. But being able to, you know, book a book a worldwide tour and be like, yeah, we're only we have a separate and probably not their site because they're most of their band sites would crash in a second. Right. But, but if they set something else up independently from t- t- Ticketmaster, let's say, and said, no, this is the only way we're doing it. We're controlling it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it would be hard. The, the reason it's not, it, it's, I think that's eventually going to happen. Uh, I think the reason it's not happening is because people, uh, all artists are not as industrious sure. as Louis C.K. And the thing with what you're describing is it takes a lot of upfront money. Yeah. But in the long run... Say, say instead of, uh, you know, instead of paying, you know, uh, instead of, instead of, uh, I don't know, instead of spending money on something else, you spend, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to build a website that right. can control your ticketing 
and then at the end you have you you make all that money yeah instead of giving you know whatever 30 percent to Ticketmaster or whatever or whatever the case may right. be right yeah you, you get rid of an extra union worker that doesn't need to fucking be there right doing you know doing the road work and then you got money to pay for that you know so radiohead chris this chris on twitter says radiohead gets a portion to sell exclusively through their website and have for two tours okay wow a portion though i'm just saying you know it would be total control would be great radiohead gets a portion to sell exclusively what's my yeah what's the portion where are the seats you know those are the things these are these questions that i I, then i'll come back to him i don't need to have a conversation with somebody on twitter though because the delay is going to be terrible (laughs) (laughs) thank you chris i appreciate you uh, telling us that's cool good good for radiohead i'm 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 psyched i hope it i hope it hope that portion grows yeah you know, and, and they end up doing it themselves. Because if if anybody can do it, somebody like Radiohead, Pearl Jam, yeah. you know, those bigger bands can definitely do it. I think Pig Destroyer has been doing it too. Pig Destroyer. No, I don't know. Okay, great, cool. Is that next <laughs> to uh, Captain Crunch and the Soggy Berry Boppers? Did they open for them? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, no, but it sounded neither. funny. Me neither. Speaking well, of self-releasing things, whoa, hey, look at that transition. Maria Bamford, who you may remember from the Comedians of Comedy Tour, uh, Maria Bamford is self-releasing her new comedy special. Yeah, what is all about this? Is this is this uh, this is November 28th? It's coming out. Yeah, this is right around Sweet. the corner. November 28th, Maria Bamford is releasing. Wait for it. Go. Maria Bamford, the special, 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 (laughs) which she recorded in her living room. Get out. She recorded in her living room with two audience members. Who are the audience members? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say Brian Posehn. No. Oh. Her parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Joel and Marilyn Bamford, which uh, if if you follow uh, the Bammer pretty closely, you will know uh, they uh, they they make their way into some of her jokes. Um, A lot of her jokes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's it. It's uh, she, uh, but it, it, this is a, to to be clear. This is going to be a well produced, uh, very good. Uh, it, it's not just like a, a you know a flip cam and, and her parents. Right. Uh, the guy who did Jordan Brady, the guy who, um, produced and directed and put together, uh, the comedy documentary. I am comic. Uh, oh, which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely check that oh, out. Oh, that's so good. Um, so Jordan, yeah. So that guy, uh, directed this, put it all together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's going to have very high, uh, production quality, going to be good hopefully i'm trying to get some uh, exclusive uh clips to to put on laughspin.com we'll see how that dude goes uh, but yeah 4.99 available through chill.com it's a uh, los angeles based media site yeah i have no idea who they are whatever it's it doesn't matter this sounds this sounds awesome actually now that, that you all the all the pieces that you just put together for yeah. me uh i'm going to go get it yeah i'm going to go get it immediately because again i'm 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 uh i'm totally supporting the self-releasing thing yeah and uh, at the same time this has a nice little neat twist to it with the living room and the <laughs> and yeah. the director and the parents and all these little little uh yeah things she did it once be- she did it once before totally on her own two years ago she did like a, a christmas special okay. where she just burned uh like all of her like old jokes she's she sat uh she sat on her couch with her two pugs mm-hmm. uh with a microphone and just did jokes like to the camera wow for an hour 
Wow. It was awesome. Wow. Okay. So, Maria Bamford, check it out. November 28th. 28th. Self-releasing that sucker. Chill.com. And uh, uh, we we had heard about the Johnny Carson uh, documentary that came out a little while ago. Right. Um, and now there's a Johnny Carson feature film in the Yeah, this just, this just broke today, yeah. Whoa. So feature-length movie, meaning this is no documentary. This is going to be, you know, cast with a script. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be based on uh, a book called Carson the Magnificent, an intimate portrait, which is coming out uh, in a few months, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be written by John McLaughlin, who wrote Black Swan and Hitchcock. Wow. Yeah dark weird right yeah and the guy who's producing one of the producers is a guy who has been working on the ghost hunter series okay on sci-fi it's a really odd that is an odd it's an odd team yeah definitely (laughs) um but yeah it should be it should be good um so i mean obviously i mean the script is just being written now yeah uh, obviously, there's a long way to go. But here's my question to you, Mike: Who okay. should play Who should play Johnny Carson? Well, I'll tell you who is just just biting their just just sending in their resume every other day is uh, what's his name, Rich Little. Kind of doesn't like an impression of him all the time. He's like, I can play him. Come on, I've been doing his impression for years. Let's do this. Um, who should play Ray, Le- Ray Liotta? No, Real? Real? I'm, I'm okay. joking. <laughs> Johnny Carson, uh, how old? This is is this is this kind of like a, oh that's a, a good that's a, a good whole, question a whole bi- is like a whole lifetime biography type thing I don't know not lifetime like Matt, Meredith Baxter Bernie lifetime <laughs> I'm talking like he goes through his whole life um hmm. Johnny Carson who do you guys are you, is, if anybody's listening who 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 do you guys think it would have to be somebody that because assuming with the writer and the producer yeah they have a little bit of a of a darker edge to them of the stuff that they've produced yeah i'd assume i would assume that they're going to show a little bit of johnny's kind of more infamous uh brutal side where he's a little bit of an asshole because a lot of people have you know people that's kind of come out after you know after he retired and after right. his death i mean he he did a lot of th- he did a lot of kind of underhanded things that you know, are kind of dickish today if you look at it. Like yeah. the stuff with David Letterman, like how David Letterman couldn't do monologues. Oh, right. That's you know right. I mean? He said he couldn't. That's right. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Like he really kind of had a stranglehold on the whole talk show circuit. So, you know, all these people idolized him, but at the same time, he didn't give a fuck. Like he just wanted that. He, he wanted to be number one the whole time. Yeah. Um, no matter what, he, he just hated the competition. And I, I also, but I've also heard too that after he retired, like he was kind of a recluse only because he just did not like other people. Like he did not like many people. So are you saying Chevy Chase should, <laughs> should play Johnny Carson? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like who, who, but who could pull off that, you know, likable one minute and then kind of a dick at the same time? Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> really? Wow. No, no, not at all. He's too tall. <laughs> He's too well, Johnny. Yeah, he is too tall. John was five ten, uh, five ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. Vince is like six four. So I've read. Um, how about they? What if they cut? What if they chop off Vince Vaughn's legs from the from the <laughs> mid shin down? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about? Wow, and somebody that kind of like looks like him too, you know. Yeah, sure. That would that would be helpful. Like an Eddie Murphy probably wouldn't be a no. good choice. 
Dana Carvey probably would love to do it too. Because he, yeah. he, he does his little. The but pro- the, but the, the problem is he'd be doing his impression of Johnny yeah, Carson, and that's not good. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be taken seriously. But he kind of looks like Johnny. Dana Carvey kind of looks like Johnny Carson when he does his impression and yeah. he actually gets in that full makeup. He looks like him. Josh Brolin says Ooh, Twitter. Josh Brolin, yeah, man who played George W. Now playing Johnny Carson. I don't know about that. Jo- Josh Brolin is Josh Brolin funny? I mean, I don't think you have to be funny to play a funny person. They're fucking actors, Mike. Yeah, but you have to have. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking actors, Mike. That's funny. Um, he gets to have intercourse with Diane Lane. Ooh, let's have Diane is Lane that, play Johnny. Is Carson. that Josh Brolin? Isn't he married to Diane Lane? Yeah, I think so. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin was uh, Brandon in uh, Goonies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else can fucking play him? I'm fucking drawing a blank with this shit. I'm usually really good with this, and I'm terrible. Right yeah. Now. Thanks for. Sorry. Thanks for. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, I think we've spent enough time. Damon? Matt Damon, sure. Matt Damon. Yeah. I think Damon could pull it off. Sure. It's kind of an odd, it would be an odd choice, but I think he could pull it off. Ooh, I got one. Who? Michael Keaton. Yeah, huh? Michael Keaton could fucking do it. Yeah. You want to do it? (laughs) Keaton could fucking do it. Didn't we just talk about him? We did. Isn't he in, he's. Michael Keaton is in. uh... Oh, he's in the Larry David movie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Michael Keaton can fucking pull it off. Nice. All right, that's my vote. Keaton. I vote Keaton for everything. I vote Keaton for the Eddie Murphy documentary when that comes out. Okay. Biography when that comes sure. out. Sure. He can do it. Okay. Okay. Have you heard about this Petraeus thing? Yes. <laughs> this is this is fucking awesome. I love this shit. Yeah. I, mean, I love this shit. Me too. Me too. I, I love it, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta think, man. You gotta think. Why did this come out? after the election that seems a little little shady because this was a this was a while they were doing this yeah. why did they decide to release this and it's like eh, no, we're full let's just anyway whatever yeah no i'm, I'm, I'm sure speculating. i'm sure that had something to do with it oh by the way mark gonzalez on twitter says cedric the entertainer <laughs> for, Johnny, perfect. for johnny carson <laughs> perfect um <laughs> yeah so this petraeus thing uh oh wait we just got another comment another wise ass uh, another one kurt russell Ooh, that's yeah? a good one. Russell could do it, totally. Uh, He's got a little bit of comedy in him. He's got some comedy background in him, absolutely. And he does play kind of like a like a like a lovable dick. Mm-hmm. You know, which is yeah. actually the name of my the my band in college. Lovable Dick? Yeah. Nice, nice. Not at all. Uh, um, yeah, because he, he was Coach Herb Brooks in, in Miracle. Ah. And that was cool because everybody really respected and liked Herb Brooks, but at the same time, he was kind of a dick to his players. And he and, and did it on purpose, of course, to right. motivate them. But right. very cool. That That's was a like, good one. That was like my sophomore year uh, geometry teacher, Brother Ford. He, yeah. he was a complete dick to people. Yeah? But yeah. he demanded respect? Yeah. And we all loved him. All right. Cool. Now, now he's dead. <laughs> dead. Dead. Uh, so Petraeus, yeah. Yeah, Petraeus. So Petraeus is banging his biographer, mm-hmm. who is incredibly hot, by the way. Really? You I think like so? her, yeah. The first time I saw her, well, I was com- like, compar- eh. Compared to his fucking Drew Carey looking wife. Oh, I didn't, I've never seen his wife. Holy shit. All right, hold on. You keep talking. I'm going to Google. His wife, I was listening to Obi and Anthony the other day, and they were, they were saying, like, who, she, like, Jimmy was saying, Jim Norton was saying who she looks like. And uh, the one that they said was, or Obi said that uh, she looks like, um, 
fucking Michael Moore in a wig. She's terrible. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, you got it? He is. She is fucking 300 pounds of shit in a 100-pound bag right there. That is nice. <laughs> you got to go up to her and bet the showcase showdown. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at that beast, right? He definitely traded up. Yes. Sure, yeah. sure. No, yeah. she he did. He man. ruined his entire life. Uh, he ruined his entire whatever. Life. He's fucking retired. Oh, I love this headline. David betrays his wife Holly reportedly livid over affair. Reportedly. <laughs> reportedly. <laughs> you got to think. We yeah. haven't confirmed it, but it seems she is not happy as all get out about this. <laughs> I love that saying. About him being balls deep in his biographer. All in, as they say. All uh, in. That was the name of his fucking book. Wow. That's great. Well, anyway. Uh, John By the S- way, he's not a looker himself. Petraeus? No. Yeah. I mean, but he's skinny. Fine. But he's he's a bag of shit, too. He is. He isn't. He's not an attractive man, but he's fucking powerful. I mean, shit. He's a, head of the CIA. He's a goddamn general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's power, dude. It's with it's that's what attracts him, and the fact that this broad is was with him for such you know for extended periods of time, this getting broad. to know him. Are you from 1950? This dame and her and her stems, <laughs> her gams. Um, <laughs> they, they fucking they hung out, and uh, she got to know him a little bit better. And it's like one of those things where you know it's she uh, she she fell in love. It was she didn't fall in love. There's, there's was a story want, of she, romance. She just wanted to touch his veiny shaft. She wanted the dick. She wanted the D shaft. I mean, it's so like, I totally understand it. I totally understand it. Yeah. But when you're in that position, you just, I don't know. You have to be, uh, show some restraint, not restraint because I mean, yes. I mean, obviously you should show restraint. I think, you know what though? Oh God, finish. finish No, no, no. But I was just going to say like, if you're going to do it, it's, it's gotta be like, so clandestine like true just and this was found out via email which is hilarious right right. but what i heard was this was found this was found out kind of by mistake because they were looking into somebody else or some shit and it was like it kind of backtracked like they kind of backdoored into this yeah no pun intended yeah it was something like that actually you know we could talk about it more but let's let's listen to uh john stewart john stewart actually uh if you go to laughspin.com we have the video of john stewart interviewing uh, the the woman, uh, what's her name? What's her first name? Paula. Paula Broad. Bidwell. Broadwell. 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 Broad. Eh, broad. Like you like that? Um, so you could see that, but uh, what we're going to play for you now is the second half of uh, Monday's Daily Show uh, clip where he talks about actually having Broadwell on the show. Hey, man. The woman involved is Patrice's biographer, Paula Broadwell. That Paula Broadwell. Paula Broadwell. Why does that name seem so familiar to me? Please welcome to the program, Paula Broadwell. No, no, that's not it. Um, Oh, wait, that is it. And by the way, in case anyone out there thought I may have actual journalist's instincts, I give you a quick snippet of my interview. He's a very high-energy person. He loves serving. He loves to be in the arena. I thought I'd test him, but he was going to test me. And crushed his uh, pelvis and was back in the swimming pool. He also, you know, came at it from a mentoring point of view and wanted to help me with this project. He can turn water into bottled water. <laughs> the whole thing was like innuendo after innuendo, and the whole time I'm like, nah. <laughs> 
didn't pick up any. I had it right there talking about how thick a coat of awesome sauce Petraeus is bathed in. The thing never crossed my mind. <laughs> the whole time, I was just staring at how defined her arms were and trying to think of another version of one of my classic, I'm an asthmatic old Jew jokes. <laughs> the worst journalist in the world. <laughs> For God's sakes, the title of her book was All In. You're not even talking about it. She might as well. Might as well have called the book What's Got Two Thumbs and is Banging His Biographer. Oh, this guy. Or at least I should have noticed how she was footnoting her information. There you go. Yes. There you go. John Stewart bringing the funny. No, that was good, man. Shit. That's funny. If <laughs> one has two thumbs and banging his biographer, this guy. That's fucking great. Hold that one. What's up? You're, you seem enthralled in something. What no, you, no, 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 no. What are you looking at? No, I'm, 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 I got an email from a reader. Oh, any, anything good? Yeah. Are they telling us we suck? No. No? All right. Because we do. No, no, I think I think this is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. I think are we done? I think we're done. We're done. We have we have no more we have no more audio to play. We have more nothing to do. So let's uh let's give some plugs and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at laughspincom. Uh, we're on the old Tumblr, we're on Pinterest, we're on Facebook. Uh, if you would like to uh, email me and say hello, uh, I'm at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at LaughSpin.com. And, of course, we're also at AllThingsComedy.com. You can get us there. And you can also see me, or see me, hear me, on my uh, other podcast, MastersOfNone.com. And you can email me at Mike at MastersOfNone.com as well. Dylan. Yeah. Happy to be back, man. This went really quick. This did. It was good, though. It was good. It was good to have uh, a live show as our first one back as a as a duo, as he- peas and carrots. Yeah. Your peas. I'm carrots. <laughs> carrots. <laughs> we will see you next time. Next week. We won't see you, actually. You'll see us. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll listen to us. Yeah. You will. Yeah. Next, next week, Last Spin Podcast, lastspin.com. Bye. Bye.